There are over 100 million orphans in the world today, left alone to survive. More than 10 million children die every year, half of them from poor drinking water, most of them from preventable causes, all of them needlessly. More than 20 million children are trapped in human trafficking, held hostage in the cycle of poverty. We realize that most suffering is preventable and are determined to make a difference, one child at a time. Our goal is to bring relief for the most urgent needs, such as nutrition and medical care. But our long-range vision is to break the cycle of poverty through education and empowerment, creating hope and independence where there has only been despair. Mana Worldwide is a team of missionaries working together to start new churches around the world in obedience to the Great Commission, demonstrating compassion, ministering to the whole person as Jesus did. Mana Worldwide has had the privilege of starting hundreds of churches in some of the most impoverished, hostile, and unreached communities on earth. Join us and make a difference today. I give all myself Church. Welcome Chuck Ward, our missionary with Mana Worldwide. Thank you. It's great to have 
Chuck back with us today. Uh, we were just talking backstage. We've partnered with uh, Chuck for three years now. He has been our, our missionary that we support here at Orchard Church uh, through Mana Worldwide. He helped us start our first feeding center that we fully support as a church in Haiti uh, three years ago. And then the second year, we added the Philippines. And then last year, we added Mexico. And so uh, through our partnership with Chuck and Mana Worldwide here at Orchard Church, those of you that give to our feeding centers, we support three feeding centers around the world. Can we celebrate that this morning? Isn't that awesome. And we like to have Chuck back every year because uh, we've grown a little since last year. We've grown about 25% and there's a lot of new people. You've heard us mention our feeding centers, um, but maybe you really don't know how all of that works and manna worldwide. So each year we like to have Chuck back so uh, we can get some of our no, new folks involved because I know they would like to have a part in what God's doing around the world. So tell them just a little bit more. I mean, the video was very informative, but Chuck, tell them a little bit more about manna and, and what you guys do and how it got started. Well, manna is, uh, we're just celebrating our 12th anniversary uh, next month. So uh, God has blessed the ministry. Yeah, you can Amen. clap. Awesome. Um, what's so cool about the ministry is we partner with missionaries around the world uh, to meet children's physical needs, but more importantly, meet the most important need, and that's spiritually. Amen. And so today, 12 years later, we have some 141 works. Um, in 39 countries. So God That's has awesome. blessed. That's awesome. Praise we God. feed, we, right now we have a little over 10,000 children that we're feeding around the world. Amen. Amen. Can we celebrate that this morning? That's awesome. And, and I know that one of the things I love about manna is, and you can tell them a little bit about this, but um, all of the feeding centers are attached in some way to a local church. Like you said, you're not just, they're not just trying to feed kids physically, but also spiritually, and that's an opportunity, you know, to reach them for Christ. So Yeah, because every one of our, every one of our feeding centers, everyone, we also have orphanages. We're uh, in the process of building actually two more or three more right now, and um, we have 16 orphanages today, but every one of our works are associated with a local church. So not only the kids get to come every day and be fed and taught the Bible, but then there's a place for them to go and their families can go. And so we've been able to see uh, a lot of cool results in people trusting Christ, um, not just children, but their parents as well. Yeah, we're going to hear some of those stories in just a moment. I know one of the questions a lot of people ask, there's lots of organizations you can give money to, charitable organizations you know, around the world. And, and one of the questions that people ask is, okay, when, when someone in our church pledges you know, $10 a month to feed a child or $50 a month or $100 a month, how much of that money that our people give through our church and then we give it to man, how much of that goes to feed, actually feed the kids? Well, all, actually every single penny of your church goes to that. Um, Manna strived when we started to never go below 90%. There's a lot of ministries out there. You'd be surprised to see actually how much actually goes to the children. And um, last year we were like at 94, 95% of every dollar that comes in goes to the kids. But every single penny of the Orchard Church goes to your projects. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, every bit of it. So then the next question is, you know, you're a missionary for manna. I mean, how, how are you taken care of? How does that work then? Well, I have churches, and your church is one of them, and appreciate the support um, that supports me on a monthly basis. And so um, we're able to uh, keep the, the, the percentages so high because we don't get salaries. We 
Um, we actually have churches and individuals that take on some on support support. And so that's how I'm able to do what I'm doing. Right. So how it works here at Orchard Church is every year at this time, as we will today, we give everyone an opportunity to re-pledge for a year what you're going to commit to feeding centers, our three feeding centers around the world in, in the Philippines, Mexico, and Haiti. And then in addition to that money, we as a church um, support Chuck and his family every month and several other missionaries around the world. We're able to do that because some of you give over and above to missions. And then 10% of all of the general tithes that come in through Orchard Church. We started this about four years ago. I did a message on tithing and God convicted me that we as a church should also tithe. So 10% of everything that you guys give through your tithes, we tithe off of that into missions. Last year, almost $100,000 was given to missions off of the tithe of Orchard Church. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And that's how we're able to support uh, Chuck. I know that uh, the feeding centers, you know, have a tremendous impact on the churches, the work there and reaching people for Christ, as you said. And um, you, I'm sure you probably have some stories or something you could share. Yeah, I brought some pictures. I want to show this one girl that um, um, I, this girl actually just came up to me. I, was, I just got back from Guatemala last Wednesday. And uh, last Tuesday, um, I met this young lady. Her name is Claudia. And Claudia is um, one of the missionaries that uh, works with one of our feeding centers in La Gomera. Well, she came up to me and she said, you don't remember me, do you? And I go, no, I don't. And she said, well, 10 years ago, you started a feeding center in Chalco, Mexico. And I go, yeah, I remember that. And she said, I was one of your kids that was being fed in your feeding center. And she said, so now I'm giving back to God what he gave to me. So she's working in that feeding center in La Gomera, Guatemala, as a missionary giving back to God what God gave to her as a child. That's awesome. That's cool awesome. Story? And, and then this next couple right here, I, I left this and I walked over and the missionary there on the left, his name is Dagoberto. Dagoberto was actually from Chalco, Mexico. That's how she knew about him down working in La Gomera. Well, he walked over to me and he says, Chuck, I want you to meet a, a young couple. And um, he said, they have three kids in our feeding center. And I said, well, that's great. He goes, well, that's not, he said, that's great that they're in the feeding center, but he said, I want you to meet your newest fruits of your ministry because I got to lead them to the Lord last week. Amen. And so that's this awesome. was just a couple. We took that picture uh, last week and um, they're in, in La Gomera, Mexico. So awesome. those are a couple of cool stories that just happened last week on my trip. Yeah, I'm sure now that you guys are celebrating your 12th year, you're really seeing the, the longevity and fruits of your ministry, you know, kids now being adults, and that's, that's got to be really exciting. It is. And I know that uh, you've spent most of the summer, much of your time, you lead trips, you know, to the different feeding centers. Um, you've led several of our trips with us to Haiti. Um, we're going again in December. I think you're going to join them on that one from what I understand. Um, what would you say to some of our people that maybe have considered or thought about going on a, on a mission trip but haven't done that? What, what impact do you see that have on you know, just everyday lay people that, that actually take the time and money to go see one of these feeding centers and mission trips? Well, I like to challenge people. If you have an opportunity, I mean, I, I challenge people to give up a vacation to go on a mission trip because it will be life-changing to you. I mean, if you really want to have a life-changing experience, take a mission trip. Mm -hmm. and, and I always, you know, I, I, I mentioned this before here. Um, God speaks to me differently every single time I go on a mission trip. You know, I travel at least 20 times a year taking people to the trip, on trips. 
And you know, um, it can be, after a while, it can be, to me, more repetitious. And so I asked God, I said, God, why don't you, you know, I want to be, be experiencing things that these people are experiencing. And so every time I take a trip now, I ask God, God, show me what you want me to see. Mm. And so it's so, it's so neat because now every time I take a trip, he shows me different things personally. Mm -hmm. And I, I pray this prayer. I said, God, let me see people the way you see people. Mm. And so God has ministered to me. But I challenge people, if you haven't taken a mission trip, boy, go on a mission trip and let God speak to you. Yeah, I know that the, those of you in our church that have had the opportunity to go on one of our mission trips, we've taken several trips to Haiti. We're taking a group of 11 uh, to Haiti in December. Um, we're going to be taking a group to Mexico. Um, the, the group in going to Haiti in December is already full, um, but we're going to be taking our next mission trip in February to Mexico to visit uh, the Resgas, who we, that's where we started the most recent feeding center. And I just really challenge you guys to consider it, pray about it, because it is, it is life-changing um, when you actually actually go over there, you know, pictures really don't do it justice. I mean, to be able to interact with the people and see what God is doing there, it really is life-changing. And so we really challenge you to pray and consider going on one of our mission trips. We try to take one to two trips every year, and uh, it, it can be very life-changing. And I know you recently had an experience um, on one of the mission trips, and, and God answered your prayer to show you something unique. So why don't you share that and tell them about that? Let me tell you, it, it started on Easter Sunday, um, just recently there on Easter Sunday. Um, my in-laws are members of the First Baptist Church of Dallas, Texas. And um, it's just got such a history. And, and this is Sunday morning at um, their brand new $125 million auditorium. Can you imagine? Look at that. I mean, you can't really tell it, but there's, you can see the wall that's right in front of the 350-member choir. <laughs> that wall at one time was up above the choir and started, it started the service singing the Hallelujah Chorus, and the, walls came, the wall came down, and there's a 350 people. And so this was their very first service, and we were, I was home, and so we were able to go there, and I, I was telling you, Pastor, it, I, I felt like I was at Disney World. Uh, it was the coolest, <laughs> it was the coolest thing. I mean, you can see up there, they have multimedia up in the top, and it, it covers the whole front of their auditorium, and I sat there, and it was just gorgeous, and I I mean, we were ministered to, and the Lord was blessing us that day. And it just so happened the next day, I went to Haiti. Mm. And, um, and this was the church that I went to the next day. Let's look at that next picture. Mm. Um, quite a bit of difference, wasn't it? Mm. Um, this is one of the churches that we've been trying to rebuild um, because that um, after the earthquake three years ago, a lot of the churches were destroyed. And uh, here's a picture. The next picture is a picture of the inside. Let's go back to the other picture. I'm, okay, I didn't get the picture of the inside. But um, this building was built there in Haiti for $15,000. And so um, I tell you, all of a sudden there in Haiti, I felt a little different than I did the day before. Mm. Um, the next day, let's go to the next picture. The next day I was here. Now, your church has started a new church, the Orchard in Erie. Yes. And um, that church last year, I was there, and your pastor and I, a year and a half ago about, um, we were in Haiti, and your pastor and I went and saw this church. And this is how this new church is. That church in Erie actually supports this 
church's feeding center. Um, they're feeding about 75 kids there, and, and so he wanted to take me back down here. And so I'm here, and I'm, I'm here in this particular uh, center, and it's, it's, it's not like the one we saw the day before. It's just a tent. Um, they had been waiting two hours for me. And your pastor and I, when we were there, we walked in and walked out because it was so hot. Well, that day they had about 135 people there inside that tent. And it's only about 15 feet wide, about 18 feet long. And so I walked in there and I saw that and I walked out and I walked down this path and look to the next picture. And this is the next picture. You can see the tent. It's up there on the far left-hand corner. And down here at the below, God and I had a little conversation. <laughs> and when I say a little conversation, I was... A little upset because I'm thinking okay God I don't understand why you can allow this to take place in Haiti and there back in Dallas Texas they have a beautiful auditorium 125 uh, million dollars there and so I took out my little calculator and I put 125 million dollars and then I know I could build a church for fifteen thousand dollars I wonder how many churches it could be built in Haiti <laughs> 8,333 churches wow. And so I'm standing there, and I'm very upset. And Lenny walked over to me, and he asked me, he said, are you okay? And I said, well, no, Lenny, I'm not. I said, you know what? I said, is that the only property that you have up there? And he said, you can't build a building up there. And he says, but Chuck, this piece of property right here is for sale. And I said, well, how much is it? And he said, $1,750. <laughs> And I told him, I said, Lenny, I said, I don't know how I'm going to do it. If I have to borrow the money myself, I said, I'm going to send you $1,750 next week, buy this piece of property. And I said, could we build that same building here for $15,000? And he said, sure, we can. And I said, how many will it seat? And he said, 500. So I said, well, you pray, I'm going to pray. And I left there wondering, well, how am I going to do $15,000 and $1,750? I came back. I prayed all the way while I was there, and I said, God, I don't understand. Show me your eyes. How can this happen? And as soon as I got back, I get a phone call from one of my supporting pastors in Amarillo, Texas. And here's what he said. He said, Chuck, he said, I have some extra manna money. Do you have any special projects? <laughs> and I said, well, how much manna money do you have? <laughs> and here's what he said. He said, Chuck, I have $2,000. <laughs> and I said, could I have $1,750 of that? <laughs> And he said, he said, I'll send you the $2,000. So within a day, I have $1,750. I called Lenny. I said, I'm sending the money. He bought, the, he bought that land that week. And, um, and so I'm wondering, okay, got the land. Now how do I put a building on top of it? Well, the very next week, Mana every year has a director's meeting and a trustees meeting from pastors and trustees that come in once a year to a planning meeting. And they asked me to give... A report on one of my places and so I'm there and I showed those two pictures I showed the picture of First Baptist and I showed the picture of that land and I told him I said well, I got the $1,750 but would you pray that I could get the $15,000 we sa I sat back down there's one of our trustees he gets up out of his seat and it's there's 50 people in there he gets up, he walks all the way around this room, he knelt down to me, and he got in my ear and he said, Chuck, I'm sending you $15,000 next week. Mm, man, that's awesome. So today, today, we're building that church in Gantier, Haiti. Amen. And how God showed me that, he told me, he said, Chuck, he said, you know what? It doesn't matter financially. He said, I own the cattle on the Thousand Hills. 
It doesn't matter where you are and how much money you have. Mm. I'm going to supply the needs of my people Amen. if you just trust in me. Amen. Amen. That awesome story. It's incredible. Praise God. And one of the things I love about that story is that we have a part in that because we started three years ago Orchard Church of Erie and Orchard Church of Erie is trying to follow the same model that we've followed and they got involved in manna and they now have started a feeding center and so you can see how God just is multiplying uh, the work that is going on uh, through this ministry, through manna and it just comes full circle around and that's, that's really exciting. Well this is the opportunity folks that we're going to give you a chance to get involved in what God is doing. I believe in joining God where he's at work. Amen? Seeing where God is at work and he's reaching people for Christ and people are being saved and lives changed and I I want to be a part of that individually and corporately as a church. That's why we've, we've teamed up and partnered with Mana and started these three feeding centers. We, we'd like to start other feeding centers as we have the uh, resources to do that. If you would just right now take out uh, this little Orchard Feeding Center pledge card. It's inside your newsletter. If everybody just take that out for a moment. Because we're going to give you an opportunity to pledge for the next year. We do this every year at this time in August. And so those of you that uh, participated last year, completed your commitment, now we're asking for recommitment uh, this year. But I'd like to do this real quick if I could. All of you who have given, whether it was a one-time gift, a monthly gift, some of you I know you give weekly to MANA. It, it, if at any time you've given to one of our manna feeding centers uh, through Orchard Church, would you please stand right now? I'm going to ask you all across the auditorium, all of you who have given to our manna feeding centers, would you stand? And can we just celebrate and thank these folks for their, their faithfulness to their giving to manna feeding centers? God bless you guys. Thank you so much. And we're going to give you guys an opportunity. And our goal is the same this year as it was last year. Our goal is $2,500 a month. Uh, given specifically to manna feeding centers. This is over and above our, our regular uh, tithes. This would be what would be considered an offering. Anything you give over your tithes is an offering. It's an offering specifically for manna feeding centers to support our three feeding centers in Haiti, the Philippines, and Mexico. And you can feed a child for $10 a month. You can feed a child for, for a month through our feeding centers. And so basically we need $2,500. So you, know, you can do the math. If we have 250 people, just give $10 a month we can do this now last year we had pledged $2,500 we received about on average $2,300 so we came up a little bit short but the good news is we we're still able to feed the children because we supplemented that um, with our general uh, missions but I'd like to see us this year just cover all of that and you know what if we get $3,000 a month pledged and coming in guess what we get to do church we get to start another feeding center would that be okay so we need at least $2,500 a month pledged um, to continue our commitments with the three that we have. And if we get more than that, then we can start another feeding center or we can do more for the feeding centers we have. I know Haiti has more kids they'd like to feed if we had the funds uh, to do that. So you can uh, just check the box that's appropriate there. If you, Hopefully everybody, even teenagers that are in here, if you have a little job or something, everybody can, can feed one child at $10 per month. Some of you can feed, you know, five children at $50 a month. Some of you can do 
do 100. Um, however you want to do that, you can see how it breaks down or you can choose how many children at $10 per month and what the total would be per month. If you'd like to just make it easy and do a one-time commitment for the feeding center and just, you know, for the whole year, this is a one-year commitment we're asking for and you commit today and then you begin uh, starting that actually. Uh, you can start it right away. You can start that in September. Um, we kind of go August, September through August of the following year. And then uh, once you make your pledge, uh, give us your name, address, and, and your information, your email, if you would like to get the MANA newsletter. Um, the MANA newsletter, you can get it by email or by mail. If you're not interested in that, you don't even have to give us your information. This commitment is between you and the Lord. This just helps us know what our commitments are so we can make commitments to our, our feeding centers. And so we're asking you to do this for um, 2013 through 2014. So just fill it out and then you can just fold it up. You can drop it in the offering bucket and receive our gifts at the end of service today. And that's how you can get involved in this incredible work that's going on around the world uh, through MANA. So I I know some of you are going to re-pledge uh, from last year. Some of you, this is your first opportunity to get involved. And then when Chuck comes back and we share these stories, you know you've had a part in that, in that ministry. I mean, every person that comes to Christ gets discipled, lives changed. When you give to Manna, you know that I've had a part in that. Won't it be cool someday when we get to heaven and there will be people from all different backgrounds from all the world walk up to us that we've never met before and say thank you. I'm here because you gave to a feeding center and I came to know Christ. My family came to know Christ. That's going to be a fun time, isn't it? And so I'm going to encourage you guys to get involved. You guys have been so wonderful and so generous to our feeding centers. And I know you guys are going to want to be a part of that again. Um, also, we are going to be doing our Christmas shoe boxes. We do this every year. Um, and we will do 250 shoe boxes. 150 of those will go to our children that we feed in our feeding center in Haiti. Uh, 50 of those will go to uh, the Philippines. And 50 of those will go to Mexico. And these shoe boxes will go to the kids that we support in our feeding centers. You'll be seeing those showing up in the lobby in just a couple of weeks. And you'll be able to pick those up, fill those, and then we'll ship them off. Um, we need to send those, you know, a couple of months ahead so they get through customs. They go by boat and all of that. But wasn't it exciting last year? We watched the video of our kids opening up their shoe boxes that you guys filled. So be looking for that in a couple of weeks. And then there's one other need that... Uh, Chuck had shared with me, much like uh, the need that he shared about that land and that building, our feeding center where there is a church and there's a school and all the ministry that takes place there in Haiti uh, we've, that we go visit. We've been there several times taking another trip here in December. I think we have a picture, if we could put that picture. Uh, this is a picture of the second story of, of that church, school, and feeding center in Haiti that we support. And of course, this was completely demolished three years ago in the earthquake. Two years ago, I came to you guys because they were trying to finish the roof on that second floor, and they're trying to, w to raise about $25,000, and we committed $10,000. We gave that $10,000. We thought there was a commitment from another church for the other ten dollars to $15,000, but it fell through. And so they were able to complete part of the project, but the rest of it is still just standing there. They can't use it yet, and they need it for the school, the church, the feeding center. And so $15,000 would finish this roof so they can start using it, and we would be able to, as a church, completely finish this project. Um, I'm committing right now $10,000 out of our general missions fund that we have. We're, we're going to commit that right now. That's a done deal. And... Uh, 
I believe we could easily raise the other five probably right here this morning. And so, I, I, you know, we could, we could just pay for that, but I, I don't want to rob you guys of a blessing of an opportunity to say I had a part in that. And so if you'd like to give to that roof fund, um, just on your, your envelope there, just put Haiti Roof. And uh, let's see if we can't raise that other $5,000 this morning. And let's finish that project so they can use that uh, for God's kingdom. Amen. Wouldn't that be fun to do that this morning? So we're going to ask you to participate in that as just kind of a one-time offering. And you can just mark that uh, on your envelopes for that Haiti Roof Fund. And then uh, can I share something? I think we're doing okay on time something else really exciting with you guys and this is just because of your generosity and the tithes uh, into missions off of your tithes um, one of our missionaries the Rezgas in Mexico called me this last week and they're desperately needing a van for their ministry over there uh, because they have a lot of kids that want to come to church and families they just don't have a way to get there and I'd, I'd seen his letter that they've been trying to raise money and they had uh, $250 or $2,500 come in for a van that they need about twelve fifty to fifteen thousand you know dollars for and so um, I looked at you know the money we had plenty of money in our our missions account and I called him up this week and I said uh, Orchard Church is going to give you ten thousand uh, dollars to purchase that van and so you guys bought a van this week so praise God for that and uh, we don't even need to raise extra money the money was just there and uh, you know me with with money I'm always kind of trying to see how can we stretch a dollar so I said now I'm gonna give you guys ten thousand dollars so you're gonna have you know twelve thousand five hundred with the money already given but let's stretch that a little further and I want you to call all your other supporting churches and tell them you have a church that's gonna match dollar for dollar Whatever you give, there's another church up to $10,000 going to match that. And already he's had another $2,500 come in just since we made that pledge. So they're up to like $15,000 to buy a really nice van now. So you guys had a part in that. So praise God for that uh, this morning. Well, I want to just uh, have a word of prayer now before we go into our communion time this morning. And I just want to pray for Chuck and his ministry um, through Mana Worldwide and, and our feeding centers around the world. All right, let me pray for you, Chuck. Father, we just want to uh, praise you this morning that we can be involved in kingdom work, bringing people to Christ, seeing disciples made around the world, Lord. And um, we know that Mana feeding centers are, are a, just an awesome way to first meet someone's physical need, but then ultimately meet their spiritual need. We, we know as we watch the life of Jesus, he went around and he met physical needs. He fed people, he healed people, and, and did those things for them, and then met their, their deepest needs spiritually. And that's what man is trying to do. We're just grateful and thankful we can be partners with this wonderful ministry. We thank you for the many people that, that are being saved around the world and discipled and people that are having their lives changed. And, and Lord, we thank you that we know someday in heaven there are going to be people walk up to us from all around the world thanking us for the part that we've had in this wonderful ministry. And I just pray for Chuck and his family as he do, does this work. Thank you for his heart, God, for your people to see this world uh, through eyes that you have and that we can be a part of that. Thank you for all of our people who have given this last year to Manna and our feeding centers. Thank you for all those making commitments for the next year. Uh, thank you, Lord, that you've blessed our church financially so that we can be a blessing uh, to others and our missionaries around the world. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Chuck. Let's give Chuck a hand. Thank him again for being here this morning.